Remember Doug Hummerhold's clear blue eyes as much as anything else about him. I also recall my child's sense that he was a good man, a kind man. I was nine years old when his plane went down under mysterious circumstances in what is today the African nation of Zambia. How terribly sad, I thought. He had been on a peacekeeping mission for the United Nations, and it had cost him his life. I discerned a different reaction to Doug's death from most of the adults in my world. Doug Hammerhold had been Secretary General of the United Nations, and to them the UN was a suspect organization, dangerously left-leaning. Some would have called it diabolical. The furthest thing from anyone's mind was that the UN might have been led by a person of sincere Christian faith. And yet, it was unmistakably so, as was revealed in 1963, when Dog's private journal was published posthumously, originally in Swedish, and a year later in English, under the title Markings. Twenty years after Dog's death, I found myself in his native Sweden facing a crossroads in my life. For several years I had been on a quest for spiritual truth, a self-styled search that had led me to study Hinduism, Buddhism, Taoism, Islam, and finally Christianity. By that time I had read the Bible cover to cover and had concluded that the way to God is through Christ. But how does one enter Christ? For someone like me, who grew up largely outside the church, it was a mystery. All I could do was continue to read the Bible and seek the truth as best I could. Then, one fine October morning as I sat alongside the Myrtala River in Norsherping, Jesus' words from the Gospel of Matthew came forcefully to mind. Unless you are converted and become as little children, you will by no means enter the kingdom of heaven. Matthew chapter 18 verse 3 New King James Version Suddenly I began to cry. I felt like a lost child who had been transported miraculously home. All that was left for me to do was walk up to the door, open it, and enter in. When I stood up from that riverbank, I was a new creation in Christ. I made no connection to Dog Hammerhold at the time. That would come later. But as I consider his life and legacy now, I realize that one of the greatest statesmen of the twentieth century, indeed of any century, had been my brother in the Christian faith. He left me and the world a shining example of what it means to serve others, and so fulfill the law of Christ. Galatians chapter 6 verse 2 New King James Version Per Lin's heart was heavy. And how could it not be? He looked out the window of the Boeing 707, staring at the billowing clouds that appeared to float slowly past. The scene was worthy of a painting, or at least a photograph. Pear knew he would produce neither one. He had made this trip many times before. He touched the side pocket of his jacket, instinctively feeling the shape of the letter that had arrived less than two weeks ago. It had been mailed to him by Dog from Stockholm, asking him to take charge of his papers and personal belongings in New York should there be a need. 
should anything happen to him. Pear felt a lump in his throat. During the first three years of Dog's tenure as Secretary General, Pear had served as his personal assistant and had continued to stay in close contact. He and his wife and children had become like family to the brilliant, soft-spoken diplomat who had no wife or children of his own. And now, the unthinkable. There was no fanfare when Pear's plane landed at Idlewild Airport in New York City. No news reporters, no photographers as there had been in 1953, when he and Dog had landed at the same airport and Dog had given his first interview to the press corps. This was just another early autumn day in The City That Never Sleeps. Pear was soon at work on the 38th floor of the UN Secretariat building, enlisting the help of...